rise and shine, bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang. Welcome to a Friday episode of Chief Complaints, our little advice segment. Um, my chief complaint of the week is that I feel like the next 72 hours is just going to be crazy. So basically, for some backstory, you guys were moving this weekend. I am so freaking excited. Um, I, I honestly, like, really liked this current apartment that we're in for a while. Like, it was my first, like, luxury apartment I ever lived in. It was the first apartment I ever lived in with Jimmy. It had, like, really great space. And I don't know. It was, like, it was just really nice. It was, like I said, it was, like, the first luxury apartment I ever lived in. With that being said, we've just had, like, so much construction recently. And, I mean, with me graduating and finding a new job and Jimmy having a new job, it was just time for us to move. So we are moving in this new space. (laughs) This was kind of reckless of Jimmy and I. We had actually never gone in person to see the specific unit. We had gone in person just to, like, see the other amenities at the place, like, to see the common areas and stuff. But we weren't able to go into our unit. So we kind of just like signed vaguely knowing the floor plan and not really knowing anything else. So for a while, I was kind of anxious because I'm like, what did we actually sign? Like, what is the natural lighting situation? These are all like kind of stupid, like content creator thoughts that you have when you go for a new place. I'm like, what's the lighting situation like? Is there enough like blank wall space so that I can film in front of that blank wall? But I'm happy to report back, you guys. The natural lighting is great. But yeah, so this morning, I finally went in person to take a look at everything and to see all the space and stuff. It's just like insane how much more space you get for your money when you leave outside of the city. So I'm just so excited. I'm like, you mean all this space is mine? I have places to put things? Because if you saw the way that like how feral I am with how I store things, you would literally think I am like a small forest creature. The way that I store all my acorns and stuff like under the bed, into the closets, like stuff is just falling out of the closets because Jimmy and I just didn't have space in our one bed, one bath anymore. So yeah, we have since upgraded and I'm so excited because my new apartment has like room for an office space too. Yeah, anyways, that is my long-winded explanation of what's going on in the next 72 hours. By the time I talk to you guys the next Tuesday, I'm gonna be moved into the new place. I'm so excited. And it really just feels like a fresh start. You guys are, I feel like we're all collectively moving because you guys are gonna start seeing a new background. I'm gonna be able to show a lot more. And I feel like just make more content in general because like right now we're just so living on top of each other that it's hard for me to even like make anything. But yeah, anyways, your girl is a girl on the go, so I gotta get going. So today we're doing two really great questions. So question number one, you guys asked, what to do when all my friends drink so much and I just don't want to drink anymore? Okay, I'm like, literally, this question was made for me because this is so me. Um, One, I just want to say it's a totally normal thing that everyone I feel like kind of goes to, but no one really admits at first. Um, So just for some context on my experience with drinking and everything. In pharmacy school, I don't know how. I used to literally drink so much, like every weekend. Sorry, dad, (laughs) if you're listening. Every weekend, without a doubt, we were going out on like a Friday or a Saturday night, at at least like one night a weekend. I feel like we were doing something that had to involve alcohol for some reason. Um, And I just got like really tired of that after I graduated pharmacy school, like understandably. Like literally your, your liver just can't can't function like that anymore. And also, I feel like in undergrad, like drinking is a little different than it is now when you're an adult. Like when you're in undergrad, it's like the point is get really drunk, you know, whereas now it's kind of more like, oh, let me like enjoy the taste of this, the experience. Not to say that you don't have like parties and stuff where like you want to go out and have fun with friends. But I just feel like the thought of having friend, having fun with friends is even different after you graduate, because now it's more like, oh, let's like remember the night when we go home <laughs> and let's like not feel sick the next morning. Right. Whereas like 
that definitely wasn't the goal in undergrad. So anyways, like I said, I noticed in dental school, at least, I started to feel a lot more like physically sick, you guys. Like now, even when I have one drink, I don't really drink on like family vacations or trips or anything anymore because I just get so nauseous. If I have a drink at, out to dinner, this might be TMI, but just to give you guys an understanding of the level that I've gone to and where I am now, if I even like go to a restaurant, sometimes if I have a drink when I didn't eat enough food, I'll have to like, I'll like feel so sick after. And what's really made it hard for me to want to continue drinking. I don't know if any of you guys experience this. I get horrible anxiety. I made a whole episode about this earlier. Um, anxiety is just when you feel anxiety the day after drinking because alcohol messes with your GABA receptors in your brain. So uh, basically, long story short, having alcohol the next morning for me, it's kind of like a storm of like neurotransmitter like just things aren't like things aren't leveling out and it doesn't feel good so then I feel really anxious the morning after so long story short some people can handle that and alcohol helps them have a good time but if you're anyone like me like I think it's normal for a lot of people where it just we just can't handle it for some reason and I think it's really weird that in our culture alcohol is treated differently than a lot of other substances because I feel like if you're socially saying like oh you don't want to do drugs or something people understand that so I don't understand why alcohol feels any different like I feel like when you're young it almost feels like you need an excuse to not drink alcohol which is so stupid just know you don't need an excuse if you don't want to drink then you don't have to drink and this could be like if you don't want to drink long term you don't have to drink long term if you just don't want to drink for this one event you don't have to either like it, it really doesn't matter so the first thing that I feel like helps if you don't want to drink you're gonna get the like oh come on like one more drink kind of thing from your friends at first um but I also have to say like just like anything else in life honestly like people aren't really thinking about it as much as you think they are like I think it's normal at first the first few interactions with your friends where you're not drinking and they are, you're going to feel like a little bit strange. But as long as you don't let yourself like get so in your head about it, chances are they're totally going to forget. Because like, I'm not really thinking when I'm like out drinking with my friends, I'm not like modern monitoring people and thinking like, okay, how much are they drinking? Are they drunk or whatever? Like I'm not thinking about anyone else really. And so no one is really thinking about you either. So just know that like no one is thinking about you drinking as much as you are. So you shouldn't have to pay the consequence if, if you don't want to because it really makes like no difference to anyone else at first I definitely felt kind of strange not partaking in drinking with friends because I would feel like I had to have a reason like I said but once I really committed like my friends really understood and they didn't make it a big deal in fact I actually think a lot more people feel this way than you would think so once you admit it another friend might also open up about feeling the same way it gives you guys like a chance to bond and like I, I promise you guys a lot more people are actually thinking this than you think um, and we're all just waiting for someone else to say that, you know? <laughs> um, and I think also one thing that, at least from my experience with this, is it'll get to a point where you just so don't want to drink because the physical and mental side effects from it will just be so bad and uncomfortable that that discomfort alone will outweigh the discomfort of confronting social situations where you have to say like no I'm not drinking like that's where you're really going to stick to it is like like I got to a point where I was finally like it is so not worth it for me to have this one drink than to experience the one second conversation with a friend saying like I'm not drinking tonight anyways I feel like now actually is like one of the best times in society to be sober because mocktails are totally having a moment mocktails meaning like non-alcoholic cocktails so nowadays they have a lot of recipes out there they're popping off on like pinterest tiktok instagram also they have like non-alcoholic drinks now such as non-alcoholic beer and wine where if, if you enjoy the taste 
of it and the experience of it, you can still experience it without the alcoholic component. And I just think that's awesome because it's just so much better to just stay true to yourself and what you actually want than to please others and betray yourself. But really like people just want you to enjoy yourself and have fun, at least if they're your real friends. So don't ever feel like you're a burden or like you're like being like weird for not drinking. Like it's totally normal and should be encouraged more. So if you are walking into a situation, um, I think it's really helpful to think about what uh, what is it about not drinking that really bothers you. If it's that you feel like it's going to be awkward to not have a drink in your hand, then it's as simple as just bringing something. I always bring something like a prop. So like soda or a juice, it's literally just something to hold and to sip occasionally. And sometimes that's like really all you need is just a prop. Um, but I feel like if you are anticipating that it's going to feel kind of awkward in a social situation because you don't know a lot of people, I've totally been there too. And it's like, uh, should I just use this as a crutch? I find the best way to integrate into a social setting without drinking alcohol is to bring something to do or to help the host with something like a task. So I'll always ask whoever's hosting like, oh, can I help like chop up this thing? Can I help you make something or set the table? Or I'll just say like, oh, I'm going to bring this item that requires chopping and cooking in their kitchen. That way you can mingle with people in the kitchen and like socially integrate yourself but you don't feel like you're awkwardly just standing there making small talk or you don't feel the pressure to drink it's just a good way to kind of keep yourself occupied while meeting other people and also like people love in general if you just bring something like like people love like appetizers and food and stuff because also I feel like a lot of times everyone's just focused on themselves and like getting drunk so if you bring something then that's a good way to that's that's always going to be like a good thing you know so this is actually kind of fitting because recently I've gone down the rabbit hole of becoming obsessed with mocktail recipes and once I finally move into my new apartment after this weekend I want to start posting my own mocktail ideas but I've basically like studied all the recipes and there is like a formula and I feel like it's so easy to follow because in the past I feel like mocktails used to be this crazy thing where it had to be like lots of sugar and like lots of like different ingredients and a million utensils to muddle it and then blend it and like it doesn't have to be that complicated so the modern day mocktail can be as easy as just cracking open like a couple different things so what I realized is each mocktail has a base of certain things one is acid so either lemon juice or lime juice or apple cider vinegar or kombucha to give it that kind of like kick Two is a sweetener. So these all have either stevia or honey or agave or like some kind of like sweet drink to add to it. And then three, the last element is some kind of like fruit component just because that makes it like more fun and more appealing and also like fresh tasting. And then all you have to do after that, after you have your acid, your sweetener and your fruit is just add a bubbly base. So the bubbly base is just like soda water, seltzer water, tonic water, or even just like plain water or like a plain, like just some kind of base liquid for everything to swim in. And that's about it. That's all you need to make a mocktail. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need a blender. You don't need to muddle a bunch of things. Also, you can totally Totally feel like special about drinking a mocktail I feel like a lot of what makes drinking alcohol appealing is just the idea of like oh you're like treating yourself after a long day to like a glass of wine or something or you're treating yourself to a nice cold whatever mocktails can be just as much of a treat if you like think of them that way and you can even put them in like really cute glasses and like have a total moment with it you know like with like special ice oh my god don't even get me started on ice I've gone down the most random like tiktok holes of like cool shaped ice they have like ice in the shape of like flowers and hearts like really just have fun with it and like accessorize with it like hot girls drink mocktails and they have fun with it so just like find a cool way to like make it inviting it totally doesn't have to be this like drab thing 
I looked up a couple recipes. Here are four easy recipes that you guys can follow that I want to give a try. So the first one is all you do is mix sparkling water or seltzer with lemon juice and basil. Sometimes I've noticed mocktails you can add an herb, so like mint or basil seems to be popular ones. So this one had a fun thing. So actually, let me break it down for you in the formulaic version. So for acid, it's lemon juice. For sweetener, it's either blueberry kombucha or pomegranate juice. For fruit, okay, wait, actually this isn't working because this is not following the recipe. Okay, let me just tell you the recipe. <laughs> it's lemon juice with basil, blueberry kombucha or pomegranate juice, and then you just add sparkling water on top. Doesn't that sound like so good? And then that's recipe number one. Another recipe is where you mush up jalapenos with agave syrup and lime juice. And then all you do is add sparkling water on top. You can make it like a sparkling lemon water or sparkling lime water. And that is like a skinny margarita, basically. Like the jalapenos with agave and lime juice, that's enough to make it taste like a margarita if you really like those. Uh, recipe number three is if you mix raspberries with lime juice and honey, you can mush that up and then just add club soda on top. Literally just raspberries, lime juice, and honey. And then the last one, this was a celebrity chef was saying like this is the most requested mocktail that she gets from celebrities because it's zero calories all you do is mix passion fruit lacroix that like uh, seltzer water with lemon juice and stevia that's it it's kind of like a passion fruit lemon sparkly lemonade kind of thing that sounds delicious so those are just a couple ideas that you guys can have um, to give it a try and i'm gonna start posting more of these as well but yeah this is just proof that making mocktails doesn't have to be this complex thing also in the past whenever i would look up mocktails it always had to be like sorbet or sprite or like some absurd amounts of sugar and it really doesn't have have to be like that it can totally be like clean and crisp and delicious and yeah anyways i just want to reiterate like it is so normal and it's literally i think just like part of growing up is like realizing like you don't need alcohol into like like hurt yourself like this in order to just have fun like i feel like i have so much more fun now without having to feel sick after being able to like remember everything and like feeling great the next day. Like now my social interactions don't bleed into the next day because I have to manage time to recover. Now I can just like wake up the next day and just like go about my life and start fresh. So, and that's also not to say like there's anything wrong with drinking either. If you're like me where physiologically like your body just cannot handle it, then don't feel like you have to handle it. But if it does bring you joy and you think that like you can have it in moderation, then like by all means go ahead. You know, it really is just whatever you want from it. Alrighty, so that was question number one. Now, question number two. Where should I shop for a cute summer internship and work clothes that aren't super expensive? So one of my very first episodes I did actually was all about dressing professional and cute on a budget. But I also feel like there's a lot more things popping up nowadays that are helping with this. So the good news is that you can actually get really cute professional clothes like anywhere. It honestly depends less on where you get it and more about like the fabric, the fit, and then the cut of what you're wearing. So depending on what is budget friendly for you, you just have to make sure that you look for certain things. So number one, just keep in mind that like light clothes are always going to look more casual than dark clothes. So it's good to get a variety if you're not sure what the vibe of like your job or your internship will be. Um, or like the different occasions you're going to have, like if you're going to have a meeting or a conference versus like just an administrative day. It's always nice to have a variety. Um, I like to plan to like one kind of monochromatic light outfit and one monochromatic dark outfit. As long as you have those two, you can always like mix and, mix and match the pieces, but it's nice to have something that's like on both ends of the spectrum. So what makes something look professional? I feel like, like I said, it's not the brand, it's more the look and the cut of the fabric. So choose nice fabrics like silk or satin or like well-made thick 
stretchy materials. Um, and this is where Amazon comes into play. Nowadays, Amazon has such good Aritzia dupes. It's kind of insane. Like Amazon fashion has completely popped off this year, especially. So what I mean by Aritzia dupes are Amazon has finds that are like just the super nice thick stretchy material that really sinks you in. They have a lot of fabrics too that look really quality. Like they're either this like ribbed material or they're this knit material. That's what you really need. Like those little touches are what makes something look expensive or not. And you can still find those on Amazon, which is awesome. So don't sleep on Amazon. Also, they have a really good return policy. I love how you can just return their items like wherever at like, a, um, I usually return them at like Whole Foods or like the drop boxes for Amazon. So what I do is I tend to go on Instagram or TikTok. They have people nowadays like, professional Amazon influencers that post their hauls and like try-ons and those are just like so helpful because I think the only thing with Amazon is it can be hit or miss right we've all gotten things off of there that are definitely like misses too so it's so helpful to see like a real person that professionally does this try them on so search those accounts for sure if you want that on a budget so yeah when it comes down to the fit of everything. I think one thing to keep in mind is your environment. Like certain environments are more lax than others in terms of dress code. So you want to make sure if you're in like a more like a classier setting, you want to make sure your pants aren't too tight or aren't like too legging looking. Um, and you want to have balance optimally. Like that's how I structure my outfits is balance. So I always say like if you have a baggy top, mix it with like a tighter bottom or a tighter top, mix it with a baggier bottom. It just creates a lot more balance in the look. Nowadays, long skirts are in, which is so cute. I'm loving that long skirts and like silk midi dresses or maxi dresses are back in. For example, you can get away with doing like a tight skirt if it's long and not too short. Um, and then also if the, if the top is baggy. So yeah, some good stores that I like to shop at also are, especially if I can find things on sale, are H&M. H&M like has a professional, um, it has a professional line that has like blazers and pants and stuff like that. But I also find that H&M like regular situations, like not even the business line are pretty cute. You just have to make sure that it's not like too cropped or anything like that. Um, TJ Maxx, of course, has really good brands. I feel like I like to buy, they have stuff from like good brands like Theory, Ralph Lauren. I also actually really like like the Rachel Lozine, the Rachel Zoe line from TJ Maxx. It's really cute. Also Zara. Don't sleep on Zara. I know like everything is cropped for some reason in Zara, but if you can find like a normal length shirt, it actually like their basics are like really cute and I feel like actually good quality. And last but not least, Abercrombie. Um, I usually get their stuff on sale. I feel like if it's on sale, I can justify it more, but they have just such good quality chops, tops that are even better than like Aritzia quality sometimes um, and like way cheaper. So yeah, just as long as you're like looking into the fit of everything, the type of fabric, that matters a lot more than where you get your items. Also thrifting, oh my God, you would be surprised the amount of awesome blazers that they have in thrift stores, especially because blazers are kind of like more of an expensive piece no matter where you go, but at a thrift store, they're they're like so much cheaper, it's incredible. Oh yeah, wait, I keep forgetting, but follow me on TikTok. I always forget to promote it, but I'm posting a little bit more on there. It's at Dr. Connie Wang. Um, I will be our professional guinea pig. I'm gonna look into some professional pieces and sets from Amazon and I'll post them on there. And that way you guys can see what I'm buying and what I'm talking about and yeah so anyways that is all that I have for this week I hope you guys enjoy wish me luck on the new move I'm so excited it's gonna be a busy weekend um, Jimmy's parents come in to help us with the move and everything so yeah anyways I'm gonna go edit this and then continue packing but I'm so excited for you guys to see the new place and yeah I'll see you guys on Tuesday for the full episode bye <laughs>